0: you're going to go on a killing spree to shop and nail it. it, 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 it. Confidence of a hero or a fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. It's one to go my to. That's okay. It means something, it means something. You know, that's my take on with what's yours.
1: Protonic <laughs> River all.
0: That's like a science thing, right? Indeed, indeed, indeed it is. It's a science thing, it's a science place, it's a scientific fact. They are all up in your face this time once again for the one, the only, Protonic Reversal. Welcome to it, welcome to it, and additionally, welcome to it. In tonight's special episode, uh, Mr. Nick Sakes. Dazzling Kilman, Bay, Colossomite, Upright Forms—lots uh, of uh, upright form stuff. Great band, really uh, psyched to have them on. Psyched to talk about some face of collapse. Uh, all, you know, all sorts of good stuff along those lines. A uh, little bit of a lag from uh, last episode, but uh, happy to be back. It's <clears throat> gonna go through, run this, run this spiel here for you. Welcome to Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal. I'm your host, Kona Neutron. I'm a rock and roll lifer who has toured and recorded for over 22 years. Most known for the band Kona Neutron and the Secret Friends. Music is a huge part of my life, and I use the format of this very long-running podcast to talk about music with musicians whose work I enjoy and respect. Folks that may or may not be household names would do something very special. This is episode 310. If this is your first time listening to the show, all the archives are PatonkaVersal.com and are always free. No ads, no sponsors, no kidding. And uh, if you like the sports show, get episodes sooner. You can give $1 a month to patreon.com slash Reversal. And if you like the show or even just a single episode, please feel free to share it along, like, subscribe, post a review. All that helps people find the show, and it's just a darn nice thing to do. All right. So let's get down to it. Let's talk to, uh, let's talk to Nick Sakes here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll run his, uh, his walk-on theme now. I think it's like I'm I'm a real American or something along those Uh, lines. Is that what it is? (laughs) Yeah, that would be.
1: Oh, my God, that's so weird that you said that like Conan and I were talking about walk on themes earlier, right before we were getting everything set up. And it got me thinking, are we the kind of band we being upright forms that would use one and what qualifies a band, what is a type of band that would have one? But you just said we are a real American. (laughs) And I sent that Hulk Hogan GIF to four different people yesterday. Really? He's got the the red, white, and blue guitar. Yeah, oh my God. It's amazing. I love that. My hand to God. That happened. (laughs) That's psychic
0: so it's cyclic linked there yeah
1: i'm remembering memories from the future man <laughs> yeah so i don't know uh, if we if if any if anyone's got any good walk on Music ideas for us. I, Hit I'm, us in the I'm chat. Open.
0: Hit us in the chat for your uh, yeah. your, your favorite walk on music for Upright. For Although us. I think we just did it. <laughs> <Colt Hogan's, laughs>
1: I'm a real American. That's There's pretty hard really, to top,
0: I got to say. Yeah, that's, that's like a, a it's first. It's actually album.
1: done. Don't bother chatting. It's finished. We get, we'll we get things done today. It's, it's that, well, that's off the list. Done. Yeah. First four seconds. Done. Great
0: show, everybody.
1: Yep. Bye. Okay, bye.
0: <laughs> Wrapping it up. Uh, Nick, Nick, it's a pleasure to have you on.
1: Uh, thanks. In. Thanks for having me.
0: I think our bread forms is great. I was lucky enough to see what what I believe is your first show.
1: Right? Was that was that? It was a very. We're we we're a very new band. We yeah. are uh, about ten months old, and we played three shows, and we have recorded some songs at the Mini Haha Recording Company. I'm wearing your ah, shirt, um, And yeah, we're we we've, we've kind of hit the ground running, and we're on this. SkinGraph compilation called Sounds to Make You Shudder. It's a kind of a wonderful variety of, of people on it. I, why don't I have one sitting here that I can hold up? <laughs> it's because we were Sorry too busy Mar- talking
0: about walk-on music. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but that's... That's been amazing. That's, that's, uh, that, that's a really so good far. comp,
0: and that's uh, of course I was in the. I'm just going to date myself here. I was in the skin graft Yahoo groups. I think it was an e group. I was wondering
1: if you were going to bring that up, <laughs> Mister Replicator. Yeah, that was. I, uh, I met. That's what I was wondering if we were going to go back to the origins of uh-huh. Colin and Nick, which was the skin graft Yahoo group. And God, what year would that have oh been? Like. 2002? Yeah, 2001? That's, 2001? I
0: was going to say it's probably about 20 years ago. I mean, first of I, all, Yahoo. Th- Anyone remember Yahoo?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yahoo group. That was... My <laughs> God, that was have, our Facebook. That's Twitter exactly. to us. Right. Yahoo groups. So for the younger Amazing. listeners, there was
0: this thing called Yahoo, and then there were these things <laughs> first, called email groups.
1: First. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was like TikTok, but with text.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> it, it was... It, it still packed a up. you know. Weasel Walter was on there, and Mark Fisher, mm-hmm. you, um, uh, John from Microwaves, uh, John um, Roman. Um, That's how um, I know him. Ro- yeah, John Roman. Who the heck else? Uh, oh, uh, Velcro
0: Lewis. Velcro Lewis
1: is on yeah, there. Yeah, Velcro Lewis. It was a, it was a wild crew. Yeah, um, yeah. We lit it up back in back twenty years ago <laughs> on the Yahoo groups. <laughs> Well, it was and, nuts.
0: And, and what I always liked about it is that SkinCraft was such a unique kind of world. Like it was sort of like a, a just like of of all the ones that were a bunch of freaks, nerds, and weirdos. Like that was like kind of like the freakiest, nerdiest, weirdo one. Uh, which, and I say that as a contributing member. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah.
1: Well, I'm good. I'm glad you felt at home.
0: And uh, you know, that's something that uh, you've got long ties with those guys. You've got, oh you've got yeah, a long history. We
1: were their first record. That we being Dazzling uh and I knew them when they were comic dudes, you know, at selling their little comic books at shows out in West County in St. Louis, and uh, they had this idea of doing. You know, I remember they, Rob and Mark came up to us and said. You know those things in a kid when you got like a like a comic book and you and you could read along and there was a record in it. I'm like we want to do that. You know right. we want to. Would you guys be interested in doing a split seven inch? With we're not sure who yet. Uh, yeah, of course. We yeah. didn't have a record out, and and that that was it. We did it, and it was that killing fever began. thing, and it ended up being with. not quite sure how this happened ended up being with a minneapolis band called mother's day that we didn't know they did it with another guy um who was friends with mother's day they sort of put both their funds together and and did this seven inch so skin graft was actually part of a collaborative for their first record but I don't know. Is this do people like when I go oh, people, out and, people, off people, into the weeds and talk about this junk? People love this. Because i can go way out in the weeds. I'm like where 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 is he? What's he talking about? Yeah, people love. This. Yeah, but I I that's we actually played with him in Minneapolis. I live in St. Paul right now, and and we played with with Mother's Day, and the bass player had a bass made out of a big uh, boat. Or they were cool. They were a <laughs> wow, very okay. very cool band. All right. Um, currently residing in the where Are they now file, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of folks like that from back in the day, but every once in a while people pop back up, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that was the origin. That God, that was probably 1990, 91. maybe 91. I think we played our very first show on Elvis's birthday. I do remember that 1990. In St. Louis, it was, I do remember it was Elvis's birthday.
0: Uh, that that's awesome. And so, well, so the so the skin Graph guys were there, kind of like pretty pretty early on.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I knew them. I knew I, they were acquaintances of mine, like just from punk shows and stuff. I mm-hmm. I would occasionally promote a hardcore show in town. You know, it wasn't something I did regularly. I probably did about four or five. But I knew I knew them. They were they were around. Um,
0: did you feel like? Uh, did you have a? So so. First of all, did you have other bands before Dazzling Kilman?
1: Nope. Picked up a guitar at age twenty-six. That's my claim to fame. <laughs> which I'm a late bloomer.
0: Were were you? A, were you a music fan before then? But you just didn't. Oh yeah.
1: That? Yes, definitely. Um, well, here goes the the setup on how I. How I started playing music. Sure. I. Yeah, wait on me. I. It's going to sound like a name drop fest here. <laughs> I mean, I lived in <laughs> Wood River. I. I, I lived in Wood River, Illinois, which is sort of a, a, a suburb. Like, eh, calling it a suburb, a stretch. It's on the east side of St. Louis, um, and it's sort of neighboring a town called Belleville, Illinois. Who, I. Eventually met and started to hang out with the guys in Uncle Tupelo, Jeff Tweedy, Jay Farrar, Mike Hydorn. I'd go drink with them, we hang out, and go to shows with them, and just we were friends. And I, I, you know, I love them. I, I set up their very first show. I, 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 cause I hung out with them before they were Uncle Tupelo. I. So I, I was always around them, and my friend Darren. Darren Gray had a band called Culture Shock. They were kind of gothy punk, and they would play basement sh- church shows in Alton, Illinois. And I I was just fascinated with that, and I I befriended these people, and I went to shows with them, went in their vans, saw how kind of saw how it's, it was done. You know, like they were my models of how like. Oh this is how you are in a band you have, I, I went to the music store and while they bought stuff and rode with them to shows out of town and lifted their gear with them and and like you know at least it just seemed to me like well, I'm the mysteries. Is not a mystery anymore i got I, I really i have to do this i want to do this yeah and uh
0: why not why wouldn't you want to do it and, yeah it, <laughs> and it
1: another honestly the, the other inspiring thing was is there were so many of my favorite regional bands coming to town and the same like two or three sort of pop punk local bands were opening for bands like ah, Pond, right and yeah. jesus lizard and it was like god damn it i I know I can do this. I know it. It was just driving me insane. So I mean, it was it was uh it was really that. It was like I kind of you know, I got some money together and bought a guitar and Darren showed me how to play bar chords and we started writing songs and then pretty soon well, we're in a band, you know. It's it's a band and he had this friend blake who he went to school with who was a jazz drummer and brought him in and pfft, here we are i mean it, it worked and then tim another friend of theirs from school tim garrigan that would play with them in jazz combos at school they're like oh we should get tim in too so tim joined and uh, we we all got together and that's that's kind of how that started And it was not You know, me playing in a thousand cover bands when I was a teenager or anything like that. It was all very, like, sudden and kind of pooped out when I was about 26.
0: Did you you find that you already kind of had ideas for musically what you wanted to do without necessarily having initially the...
1: Yeah. Musical
0: skill to, to, <laughs> to pull it off. Yeah, definitely. Like
1: n- noisy, scrapey guitar, bellowing kind of stuff, you know, yeah. birthday party, killdozer, yeah, yeah. Uh, scratch acid, you know, butthole surfers. I mean, it was classic noise rock stuff. I mean, but we just worked around my uh, my sort of outsidery tendencies, you know. I, I couldn't really play that well, still can't and um but i was surrounded by like these virtual virtual virtuosity people and uh you know and and like most i I don't know how how your band goes but i think i've heard this said that most bands will write a bunch of songs and then it becomes like well who's are we gonna have a singer Later on,
0: you'll figure it out. And
1: (laughs) and then it gets real quiet. You know, you can, the crickets, you know, like, well, I guess I I will. (laughs) Cool, You're a singer now, you know, and it, it kind of was that way. But I, I, I I quickly embraced it. You know, I I sort of became like, you know, it was what I could add to it. You know, being surrounded by my friends who are also happen to be incredible musicians, technically. I felt like, well, I had to be sort of the, you know, the comic relief or something, you know, the wild man. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like the X know.
0: Factor, if you will. Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, the Secret the, Spice. The intangible. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, and that's something where that that is often done to great effect. And, uh, you know, I dare say that I uh, certainly had in the early days of Daz and Kilman um, that it – because it, it, I think it can work really well when you have, when you're someone that has vision, but you don't necessarily have like the lexicon to, quite mm-hmm. pull it off. Like it actually can be very fascinating that way. I've
1: yeah I've read interviews with a lot of people that that, um, heck I even read an interview pretty recently with Lee Ronaldo, talking about a, a record that that he recently did, and he's talking about vocals. And he's, and he's like when he writes vocals, he'll do what he called yabba dabba doing. Like he'll just sort of make up, make up words.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of
1: sound like ribbed like You know, like that. And pretty soon, yeah. they start to like, well, I'm saying rib, rib top, you know, something. They be, they start to become kind of a weird poetry. And I, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what I did too. Or I would just. Be at work and write down a phrase I would hear that sounded weird and I would just kind of stretch it out or make it fit into a song, you know, it's just, there was no, um, no learned process involved at all. Well, it was kind of outsider-y.
0: But, like, also, I mean, there's a long tradition of that. I mean, look at, like, the end theme to WKRP, right, which has no actual words. It's just, like, all, like, inflection. Oh. Basically that. I don't I said <laughs> I would get it Yeah, yeah, the end the in, the in theme song. It's, I, I love it. Oh, my it. God. I was
1: actually talking about that show two days ago at Co- and my coworkers, he put up a fake wall, and it's like, like Les Nessman and his right. walls in his office, <laughs> and zero people got it. Oh, because
0: there hasn't there hasn't been a. Like, something. yeah, I know
1: what you're talking about, but they don't. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a classic. Right. <laughs> so we're having weird psychic breaks over here, like WKRP and Walk um, On. Well, on the
0: composer of that in theme, uh, just like wanted a rock and roll sounding song, but like couldn't be bothered to like write words for it. So we just made a bunch of nonsense words and that became the theme of the, of the show. Uh, and then another good example is like, uh, you know, I mean, Iggy Pop would do that in the Stooges. Like there, there's a long tradition of it. Oh yeah. And then the,
1: I mean, everyone loves going off on, on what you thought the guy, the person said. There's a bathroom on the right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) more than a feeling is born on a river um (laughs) a friend of mine uh used to when he was a kid used to think speaking of steve miller used to think used to think that jet airliner when he would say big old jet airliner Mm -hmm. he thought it was bingo chet and lionel which were three (laughs) three dogs that would carry him on like adventures but not too far away (laughs) don't carry me too far away
0: right 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 so Just... like
1: you can build this incredible world like don't don't tell the kid it's he's seeing big jet airliner it'll ruin it <laughs> you know I, I love that i think that's a huge plus like i'm not gonna there's a song we have where i, I say <laughs> grief kicking in the shadows and some friends of mine is like what are you saying like uh greased chicken or something it's like yeah i said i'm saying something about chicken like whatever you want it it's to be always cool. food
0: it's always it's, food it's I good swear. it's what?
1: delicious fried chicken in the shadows it's always you know then you, you know it the prime place to better. eat
0: fried chicken as it turns out that's the, in the, in the only shadows. way to
1: eat fried chicken is in the shadows uh by that's, yourself. Am-
0: that's amazing yeah i found when people mishear lyrics uh they almost always tend to be about food is, is my, really? Yeah, I don't, I hope I don't I know. I have to notice that. And I'm, and I'm like, I guarantee you, I'm not writing that many songs about food ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean there, there's a long, there's a long tradition of I mean, I <clears throat> I thought uh before I knew the name of the song was Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. I yeah, thought it was like, Dirty Deeds and the Dunder which I assumed was yes! an Aust- Australian <laughs> mystical animal of some kind. And dirty was like, dirty Deeds a, and the
1: Dunder yeah
0: Yeah, it's like what's a Dunder Oh man, it, is sounds, that
1: like a, it sounds uh very um what am I, a very edward gory song. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i thought it I was like a my poster like what's that guy and ashley Crom tiny <laughs> oh yeah edward gory yeah
0: i the, i i I'm for you and then someone's like oh do you mean dirty deeds done dirt cheap and it's like oh like yeah oh, i guess i do <laughs> wow but if you only uh-huh. ever hear it on the radio you don't know, you
1: know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is that one of those songs they can get away with putting curse words in kind of like uh we won't get fooled again or are you rolling stones like i was listening to <laughs> you make a dead man come yeah, yeah. like how can they put that <laughs> like in the no fucking that radio did... <laughs>
0: were they not do they not hear they repeats it like three times yeah. in the song like, yeah, exactly
1: yeah. i guess you're Mick jagger <laughs> whatever you can say literally those words very clearly like yeah, yeah go ahead with no
0: make ambiguity of care. any kind <laughs> uh, all right, so but you you get the um, I, I think it's the story often it's like, okay, I guess you're singing like you know that, that, that kind of Oh thing. yeah,
1: I became the singer. Um, and uh, it, but it, but we never incorporated we again being dazzling Kilman, incorporated vocals initially when writing a song, it was always the last thing right. to, to come onto the scene. And I'm trying to. I'm trying not to do that. I mean, I, I always. I wanna. I wanna do some yabba dabba doing initially, <laughs> like pretty much right off the bat. At least. Right. At least have pretend pretend English words. But um, yeah, there's many times where we'd get to the studio. And uh, somebody would be like, hey man, are you gonna? what are you going to sing on this song?
0: (laughs) And and you don't know
1: because I got it. it. Like I didn't really have it much. You know, I had some words written down, but I'm like, Oh, it was, it was like a nightmare. It's like showing up to your final exam and you forgot to go to class all year. I had that (laughs) terrifying feeling like, yeah, man, I better craft something out pretty cool. But actually kind of, I don't know. I always surprise myself and, I don't know. I think I did. Okay. I well, yeah, was, I mean, there's no right or wrong. It's like it's, that's what I did.
0: Precisely. And, and I think like, also it's something where you can almost get Dada-esque with it. And then like, you know, kind of mm-hmm. not, you can almost get into the, your collective unconsciousness and whatnot. Right. To uh, Yeah. You know, I, I did a lot really of cool. those
1: lyrics on face of collapse. I had never even sang those songs in practice, a lot of them. And, um, there's a lot of them on the first take. I'm not, that's not some sort of brag. It's just kind of like, no,
0: no, it's just a statement of fact. I mean, weird. It was
1: just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but the, the, those songs with the, the tight intricate precision to me, I th- first, maybe I've ever thought about this. Maybe back then I thought, well, I can be a little bit nutty and and loose with the words because everything else is just so like tight just strict. Yeah, I and mean I can, I can be a little bit like off-kilter. I think it would and it enhance it that way. So what I almost didn't makes worry it so it's not lot. too
0: like You know, I love it, but like not too King Crimson or something, right? Yeah. There's that element, that X factor, that element of danger that, that, Mm -hmm. that. and to to be clear, when I say that, I love King Crimson, but. Oh, I I do too, yeah. But uh, it's, it, it sounds different, right? It hits differently because it's, it's, Mm -hmm. you've got, again, this this unpredictable element to it. Uh, Yeah. Did you find, did you find like that uh, as you kind of, Learned more of what it is that you do with guitar and and songwriting and whatnot. Were you able to sort of get get your get your ideas across uh, more quickly just because you've kind of had a more articulated version of where you wanted to go because you started like not like twelve but in your twenties instead.
1: Yeah, yeah, I um, um I, I really wish though I would have, have learned more notes on like I I'm really. I still struggle with like, you know, if someone said the songs in G, I, I really wouldn't know what that meant. I really? really wouldn't know what to do. And they, or I know the open chords on the guitar, like, you know, down by the nut. Those are, but, but when like, well, yeah, play, play the bar chord version of the A like up on the neck, like I kind of can't do that. that I don't awesome. know I'm admitting that, but it's true. I really, I mean, I just write riffs, and kind of, you know, I get a pulse going and just write, just start making random patterns. And, uh, but man, it's kind of hard to, it's, it, I get in trouble sometimes because I don't, I don't write them down. I don't write down the fingerings I make up. Oh no. Uh, so,
0: so you're making I, some cool, crazy chord, but yeah, <laughs>
1: I have no idea. I'm like, it's like, Tim, Tim, and dazzling Kilman are Ed and they're Like, oh, I like what you're doing with that. That like, I can't even pretend like I'm I'm joking about music talk. But like, your augmented ninth on that. It's like what I did a what now? <laughs> you know things like like I put my fat fingers on that one little string and the other on the big one and it kind of sounded warbly and cool. Yeah, yeah that sounds. That's neat all when I, I do that. got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to communicate. Like, if I have a riff and God help us when we got these phones and their video, how many of us have, like, the new shoebox full of cassette tapes is a a video memo with, like, the date? Like, do you have that? New, new, like, riff.
0: new, new riff idea number 70 Yeah, new riff <laughs> idea.
1: Was that new riff idea 2A? <laughs> like, no, I don't know. Shit. Oh, well. And it's. It, so there's that or You give it a
0: clever name also, and you're like I don't know what that even means what I know mean?
1: yes And guess what that clever name Just like well we gotta call it something Call it uh, Randy Riff And like pretty soon that's the fucking name of the song That's the name of the song dude like, yeah stuck with it. And then you gotta write lyrics That kind of like well I don't know if I can Make anything up to go with this Ridiculous title I just Pulled out of my ass cause we had to call it Something other than Monday Riff You know <laughs> It's, right exactly it, that is, that's the modern problem of being in a band that's some modern shit that I we definitely did the boombox tapes you yeah. know and with the date on them and um I've got I I think I threw them away eventually I just moved so many times I just like uh okay bye and I just pitched him but I had so many of those tapes.
0: That's why I've uh, become a song title collector too. Like I've come with something like, "Oh, that'd be a cool song title." I'll write it down Ooh. immediately because if I don't write it down immediately, it's gone. It's yeah, gone, it's gone within yeah. like a minute. But if something's like, "Oh, that's a good turner phrase or something," oh, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, I got, I got those, and I, I can kind of. I don't know if you find it's like this when you, when you decide like, okay, I need to like turn on the radar for those things. I'll, I'll consciously, like, okay, I'm going to start writing, I do the same thing, I'm going to start writing down stuff I hear out in the world, or, or things mm-hmm. that pop into my head, and all of a sudden they just sort of, like, just come out of the woodwork. They're like, oh my god, what is all this stuff I don't yeah. even, hadn't even noticed before? It's really kind of fun, and probably, I'll probably start doing it after this interview, but i I love doing that stuff that's always amazing you just get that get the get the flow going and like it's just the world just kind of opens up and it starts giving you stuff
0: yeah you hear these uh, incredible phrases just like overheard at like the bus stop or something're like what? Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing or like or for, even instance- for movies
1: or, or podcasts mm-hmm. yeah. you know
0: <laughs> my, my dad uh, perfect example my dad always hears things as kind of funnier than they are like like he lost a lot of hearing in the 80s but like he's a very he's a very clever man like you you wrote lots of poetry and stuff like back in the day you Mm -hmm. know uh, went and saw lots of rock and roll shows etc etc but yeah he'll always hear things as like way funnier than they are and oh yeah my mom too and he used to annoy the living hell out of me like when i was a kid but now i'm like all right song title you know
1: (laughs) 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 my hearing ain't what it used to be and um you know, my girlfriend will will say something in the next room, and I will repeat to her loudly what I thought she said, and it's some ridiculous Dada-esque <laughs> <Right>. absurdity. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Like,
1: no, <laughs> I said, have you seen my glasses? Right. You know, or, <laughs> I, I, God knows what I have heard, but those are the gems. Those those are all the lyrics are coming from, dang yeah. it. <laughs> Misheard real life stuff. That's what I want to do. And that's a, it's a, I have yeah. a theme for an album. If these put a note, like all these lyrics are misheard found, found <laughs> phrases, like found you know, phrases like a, instead of
0: found footage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like instead of found objects, just like, these are all found phrases. I like this. We're writing our next album right, right. now. Colin. There you go. You gave me credit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rats. I
0: I I I want to talk about upright forms. I, since we're already talking about Killman, can you tell me a little about "Dig Out the Switch"? Uh, about that f- that first record. That, that you oh made?
1: my goodness, yeah, that one was a doozy. Um, I can I think the most uh, interesting part I thought uh, was back then. Oh man, it's so weird how everything's thirty years ago to me. I'm turning, <laughs> I'm turning fifty nine in a couple yeah. of months, and everything is like, like oh that was that's like ten years like no oh, that dude, just happened. that was, like, was, was twenty eight year year years year. ago. Long like, time ago. Wh- wh-
2: yeah. What? How?
1: <laughs> Ninety? Yeah, it's more than thirty no. years ago now. No. So anyway, <laughs> back then there weren't. people that could record your band like literally within a hundred yard radius of wherever you live now it's like oh yeah he's got a pro tool studio that guy's got like back then it was you know the ponytail dude that recorded (laughs) the guy's cousin's band that you worked with you know that was your choice or or they're back then there to me i had heard about and i love the way butch vig's record sound Mm -hmm. sounded so it started to be like how how do we like he lives in madison how do we get there and um and so we have these songs like we got to record these and we got we we got this guy in france uh that wants to do an album with us he read a review in maximum rock and roll and said he wanted to do and this label was called intellectual convulsion and they also did the first i hate god album oh, sure, and they man. did a, and they did a misery album like a, a d beat sort of crust band from minneapolis so we had this opportunity and he was going to pay for it so i was already friends with david Yao. i called david on the phone to try to get butch Vig's phone number because back then. you what's his number you just called him. called right. somebody <laughs> that's that's so how you,
0: exactly that's I, the...
1: I called david <laughs> out on the telephone in 1990 <laughs> or whatever because i promoted a crest scratch acid show in the 80s and i got to be friends with him and he's like well, why don't you have steve do it and i'm like who steve albini like oh yeah he did the poster children record and yep Okay, and he's like, Yeah, he's great. He's cheap and he's do it right. I think he was working on Steve's house at the time. So like, yeah, okay, let's do that. I and mean, that was literally how we met Steve Albini. I knew I knew Big Black. I mean I sure. was a huge fan already. Yeah. I knew and I knew about him, but it's just funny of those of the people that literally that I could, I didn't know of anyone else that recorded bands, like Within a Day's Drive of St. Louis, Butch Vig and Albini, that was it. So, so guess we're going to go up and hang out and record with, with Albini. So we called him, yeah, okay, it was real fast, like, yeah, okay, we'll do it. And he was already pretty booked. He had a studio at his house. And we had to wait. It was a while, like, six months to get in there we'd already we were just just practiced so much over and over those songs so we were a little bit defeated like oh my god six more months okay and then we get like five months down the road and he calls us and he said i'm gonna have to bump you guys like i can do it i think it was something crazy like another six months or another eight months because I'm recording this per- this person, P.J. Harvey, and I'm going to be out of the country. I, I'd never oh, heard of P.J. Harvey. No, no, how I was back when. How who the you? fuck is P.J. Harvey? Yeah. And why is she yeah. bumping yeah. us? God damn it. Ah, so. Don't was, you know who I am? It was <laughs> It was like, I don't know. I didn't. She had yeah, no yeah, name back yeah, yeah, then. No, exa- exa- like, exactly. it was like 1990. I don't. I, maybe she did. I. None of us had ever heard of her. To to be explicitly so, clear,
0: that was a joke. Nobody knew who she was at the time, especially in the U.S. for sure.
1: <laughs> but he was recording her, and so we waited and practiced and practiced and practiced until the the day. Literally, one he he was he was so confident. We needed one day to track mix and master that album one day (laughs) so we went okay so we went up there and did it and like set up and the day before we recorded Blake the drummer's grandpa died Who was very Uh. close with so he was a wreck yeah we we got to his house Steve's house first time ever like seven in the morning or something we drove all night it was so we were not in any frame of mind to record that album, but we had to, it was like, this was, look how long we waited for a day, one stinking day to do it all. So we set up in his basement and it was kind of a long hallway. It had kind of a dead room where the bass, bass guitar, regular guitar were in a line and out in his basement on the concrete floor. That's where the drums set up. So it was, it was, you know headphones and he was up in the attic and talking to us on the headphones you know poor blake's having crying spells completely yeah. sad and and they're like here it is this is where we gotta we gotta rise to the occasion and get this album recorded and oh by the way jeff tweedy was there helping us too because um, he was our pal and they were a big big fans of our band by the way Uncle Scupolo. they were very encouraging those guys and we got to play with them a few times um but he was there upstairs with Steve they'd never they didn't even know each other back then I think oh, that was yeah. when they first met uh and so we somehow got through it I, I we didn't we didn't really lo- weren't really happy about the takes we did but we didn't like oh well that's that's what we get yeah so we plowed through it and uh, <laughs> I shouldn't even say this stuff. So we fucking finished it at like midnight or something and got the cassette. Like, here it is. There's Dig Out the Switch. <laughs> got in the van, had everything loaded, and we're driving back to St. Louis like in the middle of the night. I don't know why, I guess. We popped it in the boom box and we're driving along you, you think that's like the the moment of ecstasy like, yeah, like
0: oh right
1: oh, oh here, yes, it here it smell is smell the glove is here you know this is going <laughs> to be this is going to kick ass <laughs> yeah and we just darren I, I remember blake was in the back like sleeping and because his life was crushed by death and tragedy and I remember Darren and I looking at each other, shaking our heads, going like, "Oh my god!" And took the—I this... think he or I took the cassette out of the boombox and just chucked it out the window. We're like, "Wow, that's horrible!" So we were not real happy with it. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't. So that's the story of how we recorded. Dig out the switch. It wasn't. We're. It... But, you know, in hindsight, it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I I mean,
0: it's it's not a bad record at all. I mean, I think every... But
1: the conditions were were hilariously Yeah, it sounds like there was just a lot of... We didn't know. We didn't know.
0: A lot of things to overcome there. (laughs) I mean, I think, you know, I think... But I think if, in general, people go to Killman, they're probably going to go to Face a Collapse, though.
1: Yeah, we kind of had our stuff together a little bit better. Although, we've talked about re-release and dig out the Switch and possibly remixing, remixing it, it or something. that uh, hasn't happened yet. I'm not saying it won't happen, but it, it, there's been several attempts and always hit some sort of snag. Uh,
0: I think face of collapse is a very, is a very interesting record because it's very, for me, very clearly coming from like the, you know, the more noisy, like noise rock sort of place, but there's elements of like what people started calling like math rock there you know there's like math metal like uh, you know proggy mm. whatever like whatever kind of uh, i used to work in a record store and there were so many sub derivations of subgenres with dashes especially oh. around that time oh yeah what about <laughs> jazz
1: nobody uses jazz core anymore i think Jazzcar. that's actually fairly apt in that case i don't know they, they were they were sure jazz freaks they those three guys I, yeah, yeah i was not i was not the jazz guy but i like the hardcore—that's what we all sort of did. But there was—I—I I, I get you. You know, it—the math—the math rock was was a tag that we always dealt with. That we somehow poo-pooed.
0: <laughs> yeah, dealt with is the correct term. And, um, <laughs> yeah. it, you know what was funny? One
1: band, wherever we go, and we started to notice it. There'd be some guy walk up walk up to us after the show, and he goes like, "Hey, man, you're her victim's family." <laughs> like, like, and we we're like, "What victims fan?" Like everyone yeah. thought we sounded like Victims Family. And That's we really like, funny. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I think they had an album on Alternative Tentacles. Or yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, they're they're from uh, they're they're from my neck of the woods. They're from the Bay Area. They're, yeah, uh,
1: they we got Santa. That. Rosa It became kind of a not really a joke, but like we didn't dislike them, but, but we're like, I, "All right, he's cool, getting sick of you know? it." Yeah, yeah. And, and we didn't listen to a particularly lot of King Crimson, but we definitely, and I can see that King Crimson, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was sort of that 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 feeling. It's like but, King
0: Crimson, but played like Minor Threat or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have like some propulsiveness to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I
1: was always I. That's so funny. I was just t- talking to somebody about. Um. About this math stuff, and I, I thought, man, I don't know math. Well, if I kind of get the the term math rock, but what about bands that like those incredibly tight, complicated, structurally like hardcore bands like Bad Brains, the yeah, Cues, yeah. even, yeah, Cur- Frozen of Conformity, and um, and and back then, I mean, we listened to. I listened to a lot of metal, like speed metal back when we called it speed metal. You know, and yeah. when when Rain and Blood came out, I mean oh, that yeah. just destroyed our brains. I mean, like that—that <laughs> that was like I don't—I still
0: to this day, like, if you throw I still it, still got the chills like,
1: wow. listening to that album. It's like, how did they do this? Humans that, that made this.
0: <laughs> so
1: there, there was stuff that I guess could be—I don't know if you'd call that stuff math rock, but it certainly is tight, and it certainly has tempo changes, and it certainly has has off kilter structures. Um, but I always loved that stuff. And I, I guess, I guess I was, uh, looking into some sites recently that were dedicated to math rock and it was very strange. Like all these bands, top 50 b- math rock bands. I'm like, I, it's, it didn't, I didn't, I felt like an unfrozen caveman band guy or something like what? What is this? You know, doing it with Phil Hartman. <laughs> well, I'm clearly a, I am just a kid man. man. I was at the like band yeah. in the early '90s. <laughs> so I don't know what is this what? math rock.
0: And it's also like you know, then there's all these like needless subderivations. The thing I didn't like about math rock was that it it sounds like work. It sounds like it's like oh, that sounds like like work. I mean, I guess if you love yeah, nobody,
1: will, that doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound fun at, at all. It's like
0: all. a party. Oh, math rock. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that's gonna be great. <laughs> No, <laughs> but then it's like I if don't. you hear a band like Drive Like Jehu, that band does not sound like work. That band, it's like, oh, this is fucking cool. This is like crazy yeah. guitars, Are doing they, crazy or, stuff. Do people think they're math wrong? People, is I that... mean, uh, I don't know what people think, man. Like, I, I'm just glad that we got overusing that term because it's like. Like, not that I don't have problems with noise rock, don't get me wrong, but, like, as as a term. and I've recently grown to
1: embrace that. It's a, it's more broad-ranging,
0: it. like, because as long as you're, like, well, that can include, like, you know, everything from, like, Sonic Youth to Brainiac to, like, Unsane and, you know, like, whatever. It covers a lot. You can use, like,
1: discordant, ugly chords in a weird rhythm. Yeah. You know, like, it, it can kind of sound... Yeah, it's noise. It's not thought out. Um, music theory i guess i mean i and i immediately think of amrap when i hear yeah. noise rock, the term noise rock and even them like their bands didn't they were pretty freaking melodic like, most of them if you ask me
0: well and and so you know like whatever in, in, the, in the genre genre name is a genre name and it you know, <coughs> I, I think most most like a lot of people that are like paragons of a genre would be like oh yeah i, I hate when people call the band that you know it's like oh okay
1: well that's fine. what do you guys play <laughs> what kind of music do y'all play just saying... i mean you're like the guy at work it's like you're in a band what what do you what do you guys play yeah. what kind of music uh noise rock and it's like huh, blank huh, <laughs> huh, <laughs> What? yeah you can tell us like wow that sounds awful that you don't know what you're doing and usually shuts the conversation. Yeah, at
0: least least it stops the conversation. It's kind of a
1: relief. It's a good it's a good conversation ender with a guy at work.
0: Like, I, I used to go rock music, but like weird rock music. But then I learned just don't answer it all and like evade the question entirely, and then you'll be happier, uh, at least for me. But then you run the risk
1: of being like, oh, Mr. Fancy can't describe his yeah, music right. well, well. The last well. thing you want to do is like get their interest. No, well, college yeah. boy. Well, this is from outer space. Who knows what he's. Is it even music, you
0: know? Well, I mean, it's not wrong. It is weird rock music. I know. (laughs) I know. know. It's just fun.
1: It's stuff we've all run into to this day. I mean, it's. Well, okay. So
0: getting back to like Face of Collapse, right? Like what? I mean, if you were had to like elevator pitch that record, which sounds horrible. Like, I mean, it's there's elements of it that are kind of metal. It's not a metal record. There's elements I can of, see Prague. There's I elements of there. there Prague. Are some, it's not really a, a prog record.
1: consider like prime core or something. Yeah, uh,
0: It's influential. I know that. I know a lot of people heard uh, it and were like, "Whoa, hey, that's crazy."
1: It definitely um I remember when we were done with that recording there we were we were a little bit taken aback like wow what did we just do it was really fun it was a a big moment in my life i remember we went over to um to john forbes's apartment um with mark and we were like okay we're just gonna listen to this new album and put it on And, and i remember just being like whoa man you guys are gonna this is this shit turned out pretty good. I yeah. mean, I'm really, really excited. And people were like, oh, man, you guys did some something really special. And it, it was incredible feeling. And I kind of, you know, I've been chasing that dragon for a while. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but it was really um, like we didn't really kind of couldn't stand back and see the see it. Yeah, you're in it. We were, it. How we could were in it. Yeah, and it was really fun have it done and steve did a great job on that record and we took a, a luxurious three days on that <laughs> record. I was gonna really, we were done else. like in two and a half we we're like we got all this time you want to do anything else I'm like nah, i guess we're done it was like monday tuesday and half of wednesday like oh yeah and there's what more can you do i don't know how much more time a person needs to record an album two and a half days sounds plenty <laughs>
0: And then you come away uh, with that record too, which yeah, imagine. If- yeah, I mean,
1: I, I'm so I, I don't know. We didn't really have. A, I think we were just the, the collective of all our tastes put together. Somehow. <laughs> came out, and I, you know, I gotta hand it to those three guys. I mean, they. They went to school together, they went to music school together, and they played in jazz combos at school, like in the day, all the time. It wasn't, I didn't, we didn't, we practiced a lot, but I think really the way those three guys figured out how to communicate with each other. Was the kind of the more the most m- magicy part of that of that band? Well, it seems like they
0: just had like that that synergy to <laughs> overuse like a, a that term. Yeah. Like, well, was- they could
1: they could communicate verbally of yeah. like using notes and and so they're maybe I did. Met, they, they always told me don't don't look into music theory. Oh, like like they didn't want to you know educate. They didn't want to mess with my whatever crazy outsider yeah. caveman bullshit I had going on <laughs> like with. <laughs> With all their book, fancy book learning. So, I okay, well, easy for easy for me. All right, great. All right,
0: keep doing what you're doing. It's great. Okay, yeah. cool, I will. I,
1: you, yeah, you do that. The, the sweaty, fat singing guy thing that yells. Yeah, people like that, and we'll do, like, the fancy stuff. Okay? Great. Sounds great. Yeah, drive the van, too, by the way. We won't go into that.
0: Well, but it's uh, you know, like it's, but that's a record that connected with a lot of people. You know, I, I know you did that. Um, you did that uh, remaster edition uh, like five years ago or something. Oh right? yeah, which was that, really cool. That was
1: yeah, that was so cool.
0: Was it was it a trip? Kind of going back and uh, and uh, uh, that's a, that that reissue has like the pop tones
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: on, on there, right? If I remember correctly, like as the from the seven inch so. from some seven inch yeah. that I don't remember, yep. but. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: it, that's yeah. Somebody, oh, Sean, the drummer for Upright Forms, just out of the blue popped up and sent me the little graphic. He was listening to PILs, the original, and I'd forgotten. Like that song was really that song was so simple. I remember it being it s- such a easy song that we had trouble like not overplaying <laughs>
0: or like having stuff there's, to that. It's like
1: a it's like it's like just. Like a nursery rhyme is so yeah, it's so
0: simple, but it's like otherworldly at the same time Like yeah. there's something like so crazy about it where it's like I couldn't even imagine yeah and we exactly. we had
1: the we had the little uh overdub of the <laughs> the l a Lakers basketball game. <laughs> remember the announcers saying like yeah. inside the Pippin, yeah, like something that's on the record or like yeah, let's put some some radio crazy radio stuff on it, but it was like.
0: Such was the style of the time. I don't know, like
1: it was a basketball game. Yeah, that, that was is like, kind of weird. I guess that fits. I don't know. That kind of came back cool. a little
0: bit with Maguire. Uh, you know, in the. Even I later 90s
1: stuff, too. They, I'm been, not totally that. familiar with Amagla. I don't know. What
0: they got called. a lot of records at this point, but the two more popular ones, they actually have, like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a English football match going, like, while they're playing the song, which is the... Maybe I could
1: think of something like that for the walk-on, like... For like your, a, back to
0: the walk-on music, yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> so... Nate, uh, go
0: ahead. I was, I was, I was just going to say, before we, before we leave on Face of Collapse, I mean... Uh, where was the band at the, at the time? Like, uh, like psychically, like you know, as, as a band, like '94. Like where whereabouts were you? Uh,
1: well, I know that. Well, Tim and Darren were roommates. Like, I can tell, I can tell you geographically and physically where they were. Um, <laughs> I
0: guess I mean. more.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, we lived. We all lived in the same town. Um, and I, I was. I didn't, I don't know, we didn't do a whole lot of hanging out as friends. It was right. always band, band, this business. Um, I, I was definitely the more like a drinker, partier guy back then. So I was always going to shows and kind of had my separate world. Um, I'm not sure if that's what you're after like, or like what you're curious about. Um, musically, I was probably listening to, oh my gosh, back then, Dinosaur, uh, Massacre. Do you ever hear that album, that Massacre album with Bill, Bill, Bill Laswell and, oh. um, Fred Frith?
0: Oh, I love Fred that, Frith. That's crazy. Oh man, um, you gotta
1: check out this band they had called Massacre. The album was called Killing Time and i'm sure they were i mean we would go on tour and those guys would just bring out the plastic and buy so much jazz like in every record oh, really? store they were like those I, there was a little bit of a i don't know like uh they were jazz guys they were yeah. complete jazz heads and i didn't really have any any connection with that at all i didn't it was okay i still not a huge fan of jazz. Were we um, able to meet in the but,
0: middle on like Naked City and stuff? And yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: and uh, and Naked City and Casper Brodsman, maybe, and um, oh, what am I trying to think of? Like some of the <coughs> New York <coughs> kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm blanking out. I'm just coming off of COVID. But, no,
0: no, that's 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 fine. My it's, first,
1: it's... my first COVID.
0: Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, it's
1: uh, <laughs> wonderful. It's, um, it's really great. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, kind of sucked. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. We didn't. It, it was.
0: Well, and the reason why I ask is because because when that record comes out, there's like what another year or so that you guys were an active band before before splitting up. So I we, guess. It... Yeah, we
1: got we started getting in. Yeah, there was some dis disharmony going yeah. on, and we went out. We went to we went out. Uh, we went on this tour. We 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 got a booking agent finally, a pretty good booking agent uh, uh, that also booked Neurosis, Sleep, Zenykava, and uh, Unsane and the, you know pretty cool bands that we like loved. So we were out in California, played some shows of sleep and neurosis, and I don't know. We had just dysfunctional family stuff, you know, just yeah. those long, long western drives. I, I don't know how people do it. Like you know, like, okay, we're we're in Denver, we have to get this our next show's in San Francisco, you know, yeah. things like that. It's we're gonna drive
0: through multiple mountain ranges. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, an, it's an, like
1: a religious experience, but at the same time it's like seems like three days of just driving, yeah. um, and I don't know. I think, I think uh, you know there were we didn't communicate real well, and resentments were building up. And I I really don't want to go into what happened.
0: No, no, we don't it's, need to. We don't need to. wait. Like, yeah, it we just
1: <laughs> it just became apparent that yeah we can't. There was just too much, too much tension, and I I said I I'm the one like I can't do this anymore. So, I, I you know I don't think any anyone else could either. But I there was there was a, an event that happened that to me was the was it the, the ending. So, that's what happened.
0: So when did you when did you start hooking up for with Colossomite? <laughs> well,
1: uh, after that ended, my 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 then partner future wife uh, mess, met up with some old friends up in Minneapolis and decided fuck St. Louis. We're going to move to Minneapolis. It's similar size and it's has art and music and seems really fucking cool. And this St. Louis town was just turned into a big old dud. So we just packed up and moved. And, uh, at that time I was so burnt out like on music and playing, like, I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. And then of course, you know, about six months later, like, yep, yeah, turns out I am gonna do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: well, actually, yeah, and, and, <laughs> and,
1: and I back then, I, I did what I I never thought I'd do. I put an ad in the free paper in Minneapolis. That's and, and for I, the younger
0: listeners, that was how you used to find people That's to play what music did. with. <laughs> and I put an ad in the
1: classifieds, and it said, "I was just throwing it out in the world." I said, "Ex-Dazzling Killman seeks others." seeks others just vague I put Black Flag Devo uh Raymond Scott wire that's it those four bands nice Black Flag Devo Raymond Scott wire like if I wanted to I that sounds like a really good band to me it sounds great and guess who I went to work and it came out guess who had left a message on my answering machine kids those are what we used to have instead of texting people would leave on a cassette tape a message and we'd hear it when we got home from work it was john dietrich who is now in Deerhoof, and uh john had seen dazzling Kilman and madison knew who i was and like yeah let's do it and he was already friends with ed and chad and had a gorge trio with them and basically that I started playing with them, and that was Colossamite. and it was uh, again. I felt a little bit like, well, I guess this is my my thing. I'm I'm the the, the drooling, sweaty, fat guy <laughs> surrounded by virtuoso, <laughs> well trained, well honed craft, craftsmen, and they at their instruments, and I'll I'll be the comic relief. And I, I'm I'm being silly yeah, yeah, uh, but not, anyway that's, a, that's, that's so a, that's again it seemed like that it was sort of like this sort of mathy yeah i'm using the term because it's convenient um and they also were into kind of jazzy avant more avant stuff than i was they yeah. you know there again there was a little bit of like record store guy hangout uh, obsessed with you know they they were people that I've never been this. They play their instruments from the minute they woke up to the minute they go to sleep. I think they're still like that. Like they're just always like always like, playing. Like yeah, like always playing. And I, I mean, you can tell. I mean, my God, Deerhoof is like they're incredible guitar players. Yeah. And, and um, I don't know that that ran its course. It was a it was a fire that. Burned strong and blew out quick, but we, we made it to Europe. You know, We did a European tour. It was the first time I've ever done that.
0: Yeah, we had a couple of EPs. There's that one that came with uh, the Frisbee, mm-hmm. if I remember yeah. right. Yeah. And <laughs> we had an album, Economy, Economy of, motion. of Motion. It's a good record, yeah. <coughs> and if I remember so, right, there was no bass player for that
1: one, right? No, no yeah. bass player. And it was almost like that situation with the singer. It's like, well, I guess no one's going to want to play bass. <laughs> And uh, I'll try to hold down the fort, you know, with thicker strings and do, like, kind of the bigger, woofier sort of riffs, yeah. which is cool. And, you know, big distorted, blobby riffs. <laughs> and they would be the, be the more like... Yeah, the more the... I'm more like... Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: <laughs> They're more meatily, meatily in your mind. <laughs> They're more like... <"Whoa, laughs> I'm more like, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. That... <laughs> Is how I describe music. That and, and then people sing. go, huh, sounds oh, like Victor's family." Yeah. You do your yabba and then you go your. And <laughs> sounds that's like
0: that's how you, that, That's how I do bands. Right, right.
1: <laughs> I just summed it up.
0: Uh, so how so? How long is it before Sickbay comes in the picture? Then.
1: Well, um, it's like 2000. 99, 99 Okay. Sickbay, and I had been friends with Dave Erb. Uh, for years before that, and we'd always hung out. And he, you know, he, now here's where it gets kind of like I'd always been a fan of um, kind of melodic punk rock, for lack yeah. of a better term. But sure. things like X was a huge, huge band. The band X, not the X, although I like them. <laughs> the um, X are
0: also great, but they're very different from the band X. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So Dave and I would always hang out, and, and, you know, like the Weirdos and X and a lot of the, like, LA bands. Yep. We were really big fans of that. Whereas the Diddly Diddly guys, the jazz guys, they weren't such big fans of, like, that kind of punk stuff. Yeah. But Dave and I, well, proposed the idea well, why don't we why don't we play together because you know and we'll just do kind of more of that and I felt like that was also more genuine to my taste you know like I love the undertones I love the Buzzcocks I love
0: yeah absolutely
1: but you know I wanted to be a little bit more like like fuck it I want to play melodic melodically so that's kind of how that happened. I mean, Dave and I were really like best friends, you know, for years, and we approached it, or I approached the band of like, let's just be really good friends and figure out the music. Yeah. After that, we can we can instead of like picking people based on their abilities or or, or um, you know, I, I not that I did that with those guys, but. But yeah, like, let's just be let's just be friends and figure out the music later. And as long as we can, we like a lot of cool same stuff. I don't know. It was just a little. It was a different approach. It was like more fun rather than having some hell bent agenda on pushing the envelope. <laughs> and uh, sure. So there we go. That's how that's how that band started. And. Um, it was it was the it was different i mean I, I could tell there were some people that knew my other bands that were just couldn't ah
2: uh, it's like, too straightforward mm, yeah
1: i'm i'm gonna have to get off the i don't i don't really this isn't doing much for me and it was a yeah. i could tell and it was a little bit of a oh well i'm having fun and i really like this and it's, it's kind of a it 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 it, it um, addresses other parts of my musical taste that I had never. Sure. Like, you know, I'm not all about aggro, weird, angular, mathy stuff. You know, I like, I love, I love me some Rosillo's and undertones, you know, things like that.
0: Well, I mean, and I feel like an- another band that maybe people, I, I certainly thought of them with uh, sick bay was Minutemen too, which. Oh well, yeah. You know, like,
1: I love them. Yeah. Dave loved them too.
0: Uh, you know, and volcano suns, like there's, there's definitely like, uh, I mean, it's, I, I think it's, all- yeah, we were, Oh, go
1: ahead. Go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. No, no. I, I was just going to say that like, because everything was like uber Praggy before that people no, are, like, that,
1: right? <laughs> I really got down. Like, like, like I used to, in the late nineties things I actually used to listen to, like were <sighs> built a spill. Archers of Loaf, yeah. guided by voices, Sebado, like straight up pavement, you know, it, like what you call indie rock. Like that was really what I listened to, like for real. And in fact, I just listened to All the Nations Airports. That Archers of Loaf, ah, oh, so good. It brought it brought, <laughs> it brought tears to my eyes. It's, it it's such a great
0: record. Album. Yeah, no, I worked a record and, they,
1: and I did think, like, why am I not addressing this? Like, why don't I be in a band that's kind of that's the kind of shit I listen to, you know. For the most part, it's what I grab. Like, just to just to have fun listening to music. That's I tend to go for that stuff. I still do. I mean, I still <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I love I love the new Off album with all my heart. Sure, um, but. But man, I love I love so much like that. Have you heard the new Oneida album that success? No, the I heard it's great though. One?
0: I heard it's really good. Oh my
1: god. There, I mean, just as an ex, it's really melodic. It's very like kind of gnarly punk, you know, it's like, yeah, that. Yeah, fuck yeah, that kind of stuff. Like garagey. Um, but I, I would I don't know, I think that's where that comes from. It's like this sick bay was just sort of like, okay, let's do something like that. And uh, that's what happened.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would love to have, um, like, Kid Millions on this show. let someone. just put that on the universe right Ooh. now. Because that's a – and that's a band that, like, they have done some incredible things and incredibly different things. Like, there's like, – Oh, my God, like, yeah. I mean, Sheets of Easter alone, where it's like, wow. I was going to say, I saw them in the I saw them at Live
1: 7th Street Entry. I did not know about that song. And it was, like, the guy the, – I don't know their names. The organ player guy. The song's called "Sheets of East, Sheets of Easter." I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Light, 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 light. Holy fuck! How long has this been going? on? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but I can't leave. I can't leave. <laughs> but it's
0: so compelling, yeah. And that's uh, mm-hmm. you know, and props to them for doing that. And like that, that's not the only crayon in their crayon box necessarily, but yeah, what what an interesting band. And, and also, like, I don't know, I, I get kind of I, it gets my hackles up when people get real. Attached to somebody being like, "Oh, it's so and so of this genre of music." It's like, well, they can play other things. You know mm-hmm. that they can play other things, and that's okay, right? Like it's, and it's, you know, that whole yeah. genre trader thing. I think metalheads are probably the worst at that, frankly. About you know, sit there and parse what is and is not metal all day long, while you know none of them get laid. But anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: that, I. I I have
1: run into a fair, not a fair amount of it, but definitely run into that because you know when you set up a tour or um, or have a new record out, the person trying to sell the band <coughs> would always have to say, "Is Nick from Dazzling Killman, Yep. And I can just see the disappointment how it wasn't dazzling. It like, oh, this is not like I expected, and it's yeah. like. God.
0: I don't know. I get that.
1: It's just like not a not that different. But geez, well, it'd be and nice so, if people
0: could let go of that and just let it be its own thing. But that isn't how people operate, though,
1: unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, you know, I'm running into that. It's a to get kind of psychological and personal. I mean, in upright forms to bring it back when I. When me and Sean started this band last December,
0: Sean from the Great on Place, I know them from way back when. Yes, so. <laughs> and Sean is friends with you.
1: I've yep. been told. And, I, I, uh, Upright Forms and... is a
0: strange is a, is a strange tale of three people I know from three completely different bands and circles playing together, and I think mm-hmm. that that's amazing. That's that's happened a couple other times before, but it's not about me. So tell yeah, tell me about how that came. Well, out. this is.
1: This is sharing something, you know, kind of private. I thought, I think, I'm not sure. Ah, fuck it, I'll share it. I it's dealing with people's. Ex, it's like what we're talking about: people's expectations and me being kind of a people pleaser person, and knowing that. And what would I want this band to sound like? And and I also want the band to be a democracy. And no, the bass players written songs. that are pretty mellow, and I like them a lot, but I can feel my brain going like, well, what would the Dazzling Killman fan think? You know, it's like, I have all these, like, and it's really embarrassing to say that, because I, yeah, I don't want to disappoint people, but at the same time, I guess, I don't know, do I guess all our art people think that? Like, they you know, they want approval. They want people to go, yeah, that's good. And, uh, but I have to be, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I want this band also to have a different sort of approach in that very, very democratic and, um, not feel like I owe fans of any other band I was in any, anything. And uh, it's it's turning out it's turning out you know what's strange is like I and I didn't expect this this band has sort of this DC set, hardcore. I sound. Could, I
0: could totally hear that yeah. Absolutely. And I had
1: never in my wildest dreams would have expected that, but but it's just that's what's like rising to the top like like early
0: Jawbox like, almost. Yeah, or, yeah, it's like yeah. something like I Different like that issue. stuff,
1: but it's not something that has ever been like on the forefront of my listening it's just i think just the us three playing together that's how all the ingredients like that's how the thing we're baking tastes you know whatever it's just so and i and i wonder just let it let it do its thing stand back and just watch it form like yeah. that i think that's the best way to do it that's the honest way and not try to oh, it's got to be a little more scrapier and noisier and angst-ridden, you know, because that's kind of people have liked, liked my old bands that sound like that. Because I there's a resurgence. struggle. There's a resurgence
0: because there's a resurgence of that now. and, and people Yeah, there's are, a bit
1: of a noise uh, buzz, and a noise rock, I, I wow. see. But I... I Look, I mean, I you're talking—you're
0: talking to a guy like Replicator was too late for the '90s and too soon for the noise rock revival, and I'm like, oh, great—I don't even play this genre of music anymore. <laughs> I, I, but man, I—I I, I, um, miss miss the boat um, both times. Damn <laughs> <sighs> but I mean, whatever. Like, I mean, it's, it's all about, like, I, you know, whatever you guys do. And it's going to, ideally, it's going to sound like you anyway. And People be- seem to really
1: like it. And I, that's like, I cool. love it. I, I like it. I have fun as hell playing it. And I, I like the way we've recorded five songs, um, mixed three. We recorded recently a Jesus Lizard cover right. for an, our Italian friend, Manuel Vignani. Yep. Um, are you guys going to be on that?
0: If we can get around to recording it, <laughs> oh, okay. we actually did it. We did a,
1: our version of seasick, and it's pretty freaking noise rock. I'll tell you that. It's it's, it's kind of. Like I thought we already missed the window. Maybe let it we all did, out. The yeah. slobbering. Yabba my, yeah, but do I do a <laughs> yeah. bit of a David Yao imitation, but throw some Nick Sakes in there too. But yeah, it's it's.
0: Well, the first so thing. So it's that we,
1: just kind of like. I don't know. We're still figuring it out. We're we're trying to let it evolve naturally and not try to have any kind of preconceived notion of like this is a noise rock band Yeah, you yeah. need to make it more of a noise rock band it's, it's the first it thing i thought of than anything. the first thing
0: i thought of when i heard of upright forms being you three guys it was like oh wow that's interesting i wonder exactly what that's going to sound like cuz i've played Me shows too. with the other guys i I've, I've never played a show with you i don't think but like uh well pre catterball but uh the <laughs> But it was, you know, I was like, "Oh, this is cool!" Right on, like, like I. But I knew it was like, "Oh, that's going to be good, whatever it is." <laughs> like, oh, how, nice. how how that turns out. Because all three of you guys are very interesting and unique players, but not necessarily like ones that are, <laughs> you know, the, the 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 same same suite of cards in the deck, uh, naturally. Yeah. yeah. But like, I I like that. That's some of my favorite bands are like that. And you know, the only thing like like Savak was sort of the same way in. Um, I think they're based on New York now where it was um, so Rob from Edsel and and my friend, Michael Jaworski from the cops and Virgin islands where it's like, wow, I would never think of those guys playing together, but that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a great combination. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. I think the song on the, Oh yeah. So let's talk about the, the comp, the, the yeah. comp, which we brought up an hour ago, uh, but mm-hmm. br- brand new. Um,
1: yeah. You know, really we're going to, really we're going to have a video rolling out next week too is this kind of getting set up um mark fisher skin graft who i'm s- still working with right after me all these mark, years like, like <laughs> back in 90. yep 32 years later we're still emailing still pals and it ain't broke um, don't yeah, fix it <laughs> at, uh we're so it's, it's yeah so it's, it sounds really to excited about this we made this video with a friend of ours Chris Johnson and uh he's a great artist and it's the first time I've worked on a a, a, a true music video. Like I kind of helped really? put wow. it together. And it's fun. It's really I mean, I didn't do the technical editing but yeah. I, I kind of took, you know, collected a lot of the shots and and had like, hey, can we do this and that and sort of directed it. It was really I'm really proud of it. So Next week you'll hear about it, hopefully. But that song is so funny. We, uh, with that song, we wrote that song, and uh, I don't know why that chorus popped into my head. It kept it sounded. It just seemed like it had this kind of cheesy, almost uber rock chorus. So like, all right, let's just go full on, yeah, uber fist pumping chorus and that and came i'm never out. mad and that. then <laughs> and then when we sent it to mark he's like oh man this is going to be great it's like zombies like they kept on like what wow i never i never even made that connection like so yeah yeah it's a zombie song sure yeah,
0: yeah there you go so yeah that's, definitely uh, yeah, that's it
1: and um <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 fun. Well, and it's a really yeah. cool comp
0: too. I mean, there's Bobby Kahn, flying Lutonbockers on there. <coughs> uh, John mm-hmm. John Forbes. Um, uh, T1 Hercules. T1 Hercules. Thank you. Uh, and David Yao with Yowie. With,
1: with Yowie. which
0: is great from a conceptual yeah. standpoint. <laughs> I never wide. I
1: never put the, that together until like, <laughs> oh yeah,
0: of
1: course. Uh, In terms, speaking of Yowie, terms which yep. is Chris, Chris from Yowie.
0: USA Nails is on there. <coughs> Love USA In Nails. And the
1: Psychic Graveyard, who I absolutely adore. Yep. And, and can th- I say cunt roaches on this show? Because, <laughs> oops, I just did. A <laughs> new, a yeah. new kid on the Skin Graph block. Our, yeah. Our new German pals. It's a, it's who a, it's a, just came out with a pretty insane eight-minute. Halloween style video.
0: It's a very Claudia. Ear ear catching name for sure.
1: <laughs> yes, it took me. That was a way homer too. It took me a while. Like, oh, cockroaches. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like it, it did not. It did not occur to me until like days after that I heard their name. Uh,
0: and I'll, th- <clears> I'll, I'll I'll throw a link to the to it in the show notes for the yeah, for the cool. show. Thank you. But yeah, it's called "Sounds to Make You Shudder," mm-hmm. and uh, you can find it. Wherever you find your find find your stuff yes, but find it. <laughs> There's There's Bandcamp. It's on band it's thing,
1: right? on Spotify and all that.
0: Yeah. Jazz. It's on all so, those it's on all the things. But there's a skingraph records A lot of folks in this show patronize bandcamp. Uh, it's also bandcamp Friday tomorrow at the time of this recording, so hint hint hint. There's be a fun. lot of
1: bandcamp Fridays. I, I actually buy a fair amount from Bandcamp these days. We're, I love Band. I love Bandcamp. I I love it as well. It's, I'm putting up some T-shirts
0: tomorrow. Has <laughs> there has there
1: any been any sort of negative repercussions by the the buy the buying of Bandcamp by the, some evil overlord or something like? Uh, didn't someone like some baker fish buy the litter? Yeah, the it was it was thing?
0: it was bought by um some video game. Yeah. Thing no. That, like, people are not no disaster
1: on. has happened yet.
0: Ep- Epic, I think, is, is like Epic Games. Yeah, Epic Games. Uh, and I just I don't know anything about video games, so I was like, okay, what does that mean? Are they gonna ruin it?
1: <laughs> it Means Galaga. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. To me, I mean, that's I th- my video
1: game, Galaga. I, I think. That's th- all.
0: I think they're behind uh, Fortnite, if I if I remember right, which. Oh yeah yeah yeah
1: Fortnite, which didn't sound. I don't know. If you're gonna have an evil overlord company, it doesn't sound that terrible, I guess. At least it wasn't you know, Taco Bell or something or Pepsi. <laughs> I guess Pepsi owns Taco Bell. Yeah,
0: uh, Taco Bell Bandcamp is what it is now. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually I think Bandcamp I, brought to you by Taco Bell. I, I think And ta- State Army brings you <laughs> Pepsi, I think, owns Taco Bell and KFC if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, they it's do. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh PepsiCo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the PepsiCo Pepsi- <laughs> band kind of, Yeah, anyway Is yeah. It, now, now we're just doing Idiocracy bits But no, as far as I know It, it hasn't really changed it, it, it doesn't seem like It's changed the um, That's cool the, the the fundamental nature Of it being an artist Friendly pl- platform at all Well,
1: eventually We're going to have Something we're, Well, we really sent, Things have Kind of shot You know d- Done really Like taken Their own Like we've been doing Real well In the t- little Ten month time we've been a band uh but we need to write more songs i think yeah. we're just now is the time like okay we've well may was noise. your first God show there. right yeah. I mean, we so... have we have like six or seven solid songs like yeah i would like to have 12 you know just to be able to write a set list and choose which you know from a list and not play certain ones or like yeah but um but yeah, it's the, the new stuff. We got a couple that are, I'm really excited about it's. We're kind of figuring out how to drive them, drive the car here. Sort of yeah. make work the machine. So it's gonna, it's, it's starting to get really cool. We're figuring out how to play with each other and know, know how to work it. Um, and that, that is also a good thing because I, I like collectively, creating something. Um, not to disparage my other bandmates or bands, but those guys would have entire songs complete and come to practice and say, you're going to play this, and this guy's going to play this, and this is how this sounds. That's all. And it was, you. generally, I trusted them, and it did sound really cool. It was fun to kind of, realize it but it was composed i mean i was in a band with composers and they liked to compose but it wasn't totally satisfying for me and this is a much more uh, satisfying situation to be to do things collectively it's more of a collaborative effort it's it's more yeah yeah it's a little it's a you know it's 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 new to me. It's new to me. And it feels a little, sometimes a little scary. Um, But, but I'm, but I'm liking it. I like, you know, we, we get along great as people. We're friends. We text each other about life stuff all the time and hang out. It's going real well.
0: Yeah. And I'm excited to see uh, what you guys get up to next for sure. Uh, But it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, I, th- I think you're you're well poised for people to kind of take it on at, for what it is a face value because you know even just with this show when I announced you're on a bunch of people were like oh that's awesome fantastic you know cool mm-hmm. so they, yeah it was nice and you know it's it's been it's been a little bit you know it, it's it's been um, well when did when did your last band break up it was it was like I like, <laughs> 4 or 5 years I'm, ago is this I'm going to go
1: where is it I'm well, going go to go get something off I'll be right off the wall I'll be one okay. second
0: <laughs> Sounds good Of course talking about the Mr. Nick Sakes about bright forms Dazzling Killman Colossumite, Sick Bay and of course there's one band we haven't mentioned There Oh look at that <laughs> Oh my god I forgot we were we were going to that you, Okay so for for the audio listeners, that was good that
1: was gonna be the last god that was the night before everything that was the
0: night so okay so so for the audio listeners especially what nick just said is is, pull a fantastic dale flatham poster i mean let me highlight this uh fantastic dale flatham poster of a show uh at mortimer's friday march 13th what year was that nick (coughs)
1: 2020
0: (laughs) and uh a little something happened uh that that week, uh, it escalated. The next the day, First
1: Avenue closed, and we decided we didn't want to play the show because Adam had just had a baby, and yep. we were kind of freaked out. Like, ah, no, we sorry. Well, we just thought it was going to be up for a couple of weeks. That, know, well, whatever, so that's what's crazy.
0: <laughs> so, so we were driving up from Wisconsin, and on, on about an hour out from Minneapolis, the governor gives a, hey, everybody stay home order. Well, <laughs> no, that ain't good. Uh, so Novacron played. So, what, what? of course, on the flyer, uh, the, the reason why that's funny is it was sickbay, Novacron, and uh, Kona Neutron, the secret friends. And that was the second date of a like 15-day tour, I think, for us. And oh at that point, we had already, like, canceled the West Coast because Seattle was like – it was like, okay, yeah, we can't – I mean, Seattle was like the linchpin show. It was like, yeah, that's – nobody feels good about it. That was like the center of COVID, basically. So yeah. we ended up playing Minneapolis, Madison. Oh, right. And then it sort of
1: started in L.A. on that cruise ship and all that weird stuff. So
0: that was, that was a crazy time to be alive, but even more crazier time to be on tour because we basically got through two shows and then we're like – okay i guess we're just heading back and that's everything is canceled and that's probably for the best and i guess yeah. we'll oh no what are we gonna do we're not like we're gonna have to rebook all this stuff after this is over in a few weeks
2: mm-hmm. yeah and well, here,
1: here yeah, we well, are years later here i am
0: it's a great flyer but- i love this thing it's like the flyer that I, I don't know why i'm holding it up like
1: i'm on it, you know, it it's the best well for most shows. people
0: you know for people on their video it's, it's it's fantastic uh I'll, yeah take a, i'll think it's
1: great great we should we re-
0: say we should redo that show at this point but i think paul we is- should redo a reenactment
1: <laughs> should be show reenactors <laughs>
0: well paul paul lives in seattle now they seem to come back and play for freaking hammerhead shows often enough also come paul on the show, paul. here
1: he he, I he moved to Seattle for a little bit. I mean, he's back. Is he back? We just played. We just played with Vaz last week. Oh,
0: well, there you he's go. He's
1: living. He lives here. So I know Hammerhead played a couple weeks ago. It's weird. I keep thinking you live here. I, so I mean, sometimes was, I feel like it is. Yeah. You're computer people. You live in a computer. I yeah, live in exactly. <laughs> We're computer people. I
0: was gonna say we could just we'll just substitute we'll have a uh, Dale like scratch out sick bay and put upright forms instead, and we'll just redo <laughs> like and we just redo that <laughs> redo <Uh-oh>. that show.
1: <laughs> we never broke up. We just kind of never played. Well, again. So, so that's <laughs>
0: so, but I, I mean that's meant to be a joke, but like yeah, like is sick bay round two over? Like what? You know,
1: in these days of hiatus, infinite hiatuses, I I don't know. I mean. We we kept thinking we were like, should we play together, guys? Can we do it? Because you know we were practicing for that show. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, I still love those guys, or I still I still see them once in a while. They're total high five, best buddy kind of vibes going on. Yeah. So I don't know. Is this any? Does anyone have the time? Um, but there's no no problem with with maybe doing that again someday. I, I love know. being a singer. I love, that's the first time I had ever, like, to quit a band. Like I said, I'm just going to sing now and not play guitar.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God, I loved it. It was like, I can jump around. I can do stuff, stuff like moves. <laughs> it frees you up. <laughs> you can in have move ways. practice. Yeah. yeah, it was so much fun. I would totally get into that again to be the, the front man and
0: so how did so how did sick bay sort of round two start up was it just like hey what are you up to um, you that there? actually I was living out
1: in New York um, and doing zadex with my yeah. then wife and I Tom Loftus uh, and wanted to do a reissue of vinyl of fire scoffs on modern radio and if we do we would you guys play a show at the entry
2: yeah
1: you're like well I don't know how we'd practice i live out here but what if we got adam like or somebody to play my parts because we knew he could do it he's really good and he was a big fan of our band and he just said hell yeah i'll do it so i flew they practiced i flew in and we played that show and i was just the singer yeah I'm like i it was great i loved it so that's became the band They're like adam fit right in because we just got along like gangbusters So we became a four-piece just out of necessity, just because that for that one show. But it it felt so good; it was so much fun. Well, yeah, and that's
0: that's such an interesting, an interesting way of going about it. Where it's like, oh no, it's it's kind of added on a person, and like you switch to just singing. But why not? I mean, it still sounded, you know, mm -hmm. like still still sounded like you guys. Like it didn't sound like it was like like you got that. uh yeah like it's it's guys the same vibes you know even if it's not Mm -hmm. exactly exactly the same so
1: yeah he used to play in the band stunning adam
0: yeah who are great yeah yeah much missed yes yes yes, indeed it's a shame uh shame that band broke up but i get it it's it's, yeah it's being a long-lived band ain't all it's cracked up to be (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I think they had a pretty good run. We were a band. Yeah, a 2000. 2000. I mean, we're, I, we're not over, you know, 15 years or something. Yeah, yeah. We toured, we Europe, three albums. Like, that's a good, it's a good band, have nice, healthy band life. Yeah, absolutely. I think.
0: Well, I guess. Well, point. if you want, if you want, to, should, if you want to redo, huh? if you want to redo that show, I'm, I'm still down. <laughs> We already got the flyer. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll
1: keep it. <laughs>
0: Did he put the year on it? Maybe we could read, make you redo it next year. <laughs> no, but
1: I know we, it seems so, so.
0: That would be hilarious. So famous
1: twenty twenty. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty.
0: Hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, Nick, it's been it's been so great having you on the show, man. Thanks so much for doing it. It's um. Uh, yeah,
1: it's been really really fun.
0: I'm excited for uh, all things upright forms. Excited to see whatever you guys come up with next uh i think so Me right do. now there's there's just there's a skin graft comp that we they brought up i'll put that in the show notes uh any other upright there's there's an instagram so you can follow the band <coughs> have, on there was a there
1: was a twitter but i nuked it because of freaking elon <laughs> musk i'm like i nobody looks at our twitter account anyway I'm like get rid of this thing unless you're we already a, famous we have a facebook yeah. page but i quit facebook so we do have a facebook page <laughs> Also, but I quit Facebook. Yeah, well, because of, the, cause of the, p- the the weird politics stuff. It, twenty twenty burned me on that too.
0: It's it's all it's all garbage. To, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to to be explicitly clear, it's all it's all garbage.
1: And we're having a new the the our new uh, video premiere next week, which uh, hey, I will definitely announce that. Yeah, yeah. I can it's all sort of come together today, and it isn't. Uh, set in stone but it's going to be fun
0: all right so depending on when folks uh watch or listen to this it'll either already have happened or will be happening in the immediate future (laughs) which is always fun might uh, might happen late next week that's all i can
1: say
0: i'm either looking forward to it or it was great one or the other (laughs) okay uh last last thing nick um can question only question i ever ask you can choose interpret however you like why
1: do you do what you do because I can't help it. I don't know. I I try to stop, but my my body starts doing it again. I don't <laughs> know. It does feel like that. I got music feet. My feet start walking to the guitar and the practice space. It's like I, can, I just can't help it. It's in me blood.
0: Well, I, for one, am glad that it is, and I look forward to uh, whatever's next, my man. All right. Thanks a lot, Conan. Thanks so much, brother. Take care. Good day. Oh, there it goes. Mr. Nick Sakes. Uh, what a cool guy. That was awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let's hear this is the song, Upright Form song on Is uh, They Kept Living. It's on the Sounds to Make You Shudder compilation. So, again, this will be in the show notes for everyone uh, that wants to Uh, Check it out. It's a great compilation. Uh, I think I'm going to be talking to John Forbes from Mount Shasta and Tijuana Hercules pretty soon about it, too. Uh, Great stuff. Here is Upright Forms. Forms. They kept on living. That is on the now classic Skin, skin Graft Records presents "Sounds to Make You Shudder" compilation. Look for that Skin graft Records and uh, find that in uh, I don't know wherever you wherever you find your stuff, wherever you find your skins Skin graft stuff. Oh my God, I'm having a hard time talking right now. All right, we heard a. We heard a new one. Let's hear a. Uh, let's hear an old one. This is Dazzling Kilman. So uh yeah, there you go. That was a little Dazzling Killman uh for you. Lacerations. And hey, thanks so much for uh tuning into the show. Of course, this this has been episode one uh one ten. Good lord. Three ten <laughs> with Nick Sakes of Upright Forms, Colossumite, Dazzling Killman, Sick Bay, Zadax. I didn't put Zadax on the it 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 look like two lines is enough it's enough isn't it we also didn't talk about satics at all uh, except for like 30 seconds but so great to have nick on hope you guys enjoyed that no i did the name of the show of course is Kono neutron's protonic reversal thank you so very very much for listening to it The show airs Thursdays, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, 5 Pacific, on RadioNope, radionope.com. Say yes to no. Also YouTube, Twitch, sometimes Facebook when I'm feeling ornery. Uh, but uh, yeah, you, the important thing is you can find this show on the internet, as well as... Protonic reversal.com, Always free No ads No sponsors No kidding But if you do like the show And want to get episodes sooner One dollar a month Patreon.com Slash Reversal Will achieve that goal Easily It also helps you uh, Helps the show out as well Of course If you like the show Or even just a single episode You can uh, wear Post a review uh, you know, It sounds ball, But it helps people find the show Helps in the algorithm, which we all submit to. It's also just a darn nice thing to do. Uh, A bunch of good stuff coming up. Uh, We have have some cool episodes. John Schmerschel from Brainiacs coming up. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. 28, we'll check you later. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
2: Special day. Yeah.